This is 1540 AM, 104.5 FM, the national voice of the Bahamas and inspiration. 107.9 FM is station for the nation. Great morning, everybody. Hope you're doing well this morning. Five minutes past the 11 o'clock hour. And we continue our journey through Holy Week, uh, sharing uh, some great information and, of course, some great upliftment and encouragement as well. Joining us on the line is none other than Apostle Falmon Ferguson. He's all the way from UFMI, it's United Faith Ministries International, right there on Fire Trail Road, and he's joining us this morning. Great morning, Apostle. So great to have you on the line this morning. Well, indeed, it's a pleasure of mine to be with you, uh, Minister Kashigan, uh, on this Holy Week. And uh, I'm so excited that um, and privileged that you have that you have allowed me to be with you this morning. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. It's so great to uh, have you joining us this morning. And uh, yes. what what was uh, Sunday like for you, uh, for a lot of churches uh, and, of course, for the globe, um, you know, really making that transition into virtual uh, services, virtual Bible studies, virtual prayer meetings. Uh, how was that experience, you know, just, just going through that whole setup process? <laughs> Surreal. <laughs> Let me see. Um I never thought in my lifetime uh, that I would have experienced um, something of this nature um, to uh, see the church in the position that it was or that it currently is um, this week. Um, you know, I I didn't envision that. However, um, I want to say that we we've taken advantage of it. Um, you know, we are home, um, uh, locked away, shut in. <laughs> uh, we did not come out um, on Sunday past, so we took the advantage of what we have because you know the church is the church wherever we are. We we are the church wherever we are. Uh, we may not be able to assemble in a building. But right from our homes, uh, as the scripture tells us, where two or three are gathered as touching anything in his name, um, he is in the midst of us. And so the experience did not dampen my spirit at all, Minister um, Kashigan. It did not um, affect my praise or my worship because God is everywhere. And, you know, I preached a sermon uh two Sundays ago where we had the opportunity um just uh a few of us um to go into the sanctuary and in that sermon I said when you are presented with a lemon you make lemonade <laughs> <laughs> and so I we celebrated uh Passover I'm sorry Palm Sunday um right from the presence of my home, and along with a a viewing audience um, from all over the world. So, yeah. um, as far as I'm concerned, God is glorified. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he is glorified, um, and so that is how we celebrated right from the um, comfort of our home. I was still able. Uh, my wife and I and my family, we were still able to lead uh, a devotion and, of course, uh, to lead um, our, 
usual service. I suppose it would not have been as long as it was if we were in the sanctuary. <laughs> we, we we perhaps would have been a little longer, but from our homes, we still enjoyed uh, the opportunity to share um, with the world. Mm-hmm. We just could not hear them, right. but they could hear us. <laughs> yeah. And so it was so it was just a wonderful experience. Right, and and as I think about that, the word comes to mind: adaptability. Uh-huh. Um, as I, you know, just went through social media and I told you that I, I did see uh, your, your, your two broadcasts that you did on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just, you know, just around the globe, many churches have really taken up that mantle and they have really run full force uh, using, yes. you know, apps like Zoom and uh, using the Facebook lives and Instagram yes. lives and all these things to take the gospel. Uh, just uh, two persons right there in their, in their living room. Uh, right there, hunkered down uh, while they're in isolation. Yes. You see, um, Minister Kashigan, what the Holy Spirit does in us is give us creative abilities. And we have to take um, opportunity, advantage of opportunities, which sometimes may not look um, or may not sometimes always look favorable to us. Uh, but we are to see opportunities in the midst of adversities. And I believe this is what uh, God is giving us in this hour. The kingdom of God is advanced when a people um, do not waste time um, sulking and crying and, and weeping, but rather we take advantage of what is presented to us. And I believe that's the difference between leaders um, and followers, uh, I believe, just pardon me, um, uh, my cell phone is going off. I, I believe that is the difference, um, sir. And so I, 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 I think that we have, to, um, we have to learn to take advantage of our circumstances for the glory of God. I agree. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. And so this is what, uh, this is what we have done um, over the course of the... Uh, over the course of these past um, three weeks, mm-hmm. take advantage of what has been offered to us for the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. And I am so excited. And I believe that God is being glorified. I believe the kingdom is being expanded uh, for people are coming to Jesus uh, around the world. I believe revival is breaking out uh, in the nations. And, uh, and perhaps uh, when this is all over, the kingdom of God will be um, will be expanded, and 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 I, I think the the people, uh, those of us who know the name of Christ, are to really understand that God is not asleep, and what the enemy meant for bad, God will turn for His good, and, and that's why we are to be very careful not to put God in a box, right? Uh, but rather um, to understand that our God is is very creative and as he says in ephesians 3 and verse 20 now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or think but according to the power that worketh within us we've got to allow the power of god to work in us so that god may be glorified through us mm-hmm. uh, and that is my conclusion uh for uh for what is taking place right and when we when we look at the consumption 
of uh, you know the information that persons are getting in. Uh, you know, everybody wants to know, uh, you know, what's the newest press release? You know, what's going on? What are the numbers looking like? Yeah. Uh, in this time of Holy Week, what should be our main source of consumption? I think it should be the Word of God. We should be reflecting, uh, my beloved, on on why we are here. Mm-hmm. We should be reflecting on uh, the reason. Uh, for the season. This uh, time of our lives in this country, and uh, of course around the world, um, the love of God, the love of God was manifest in that Jesus the Christ, uh, his only begotten son, uh, was now revealed. Having come into the world, uh, he's in his third year, of being in the in the world um, as a savior um, for for mankind, displaying the love of God, he is in the world, and having um, uh, grown up, was now manifesting, had been manifesting his works, but for the first time, he is revealing himself um, as the Messiah. For the first time. He is going to symbolize that he is uh, uh, the Christ, the son of the living God, having uh, instructed many not to tell anyone of of what was taking place. He is now choosing to reveal himself by coming into Jerusalem on a donkey, Mm -hmm. a colt on a donkey, not on a horse. But on a donkey, he is coming into Jerusalem, symbolizing four things, I said on Sunday. Uh, Number one, uh, that that as king, as king, he is coming in victory. We, as the church, and those of us who know Christ, should understand that Jesus Christ came in as a victorious Savior. The works of the enemy is now about to be destroyed. Mm-hmm. Secondly, he came in triumphantly to remind us, my brothers and sisters, that Jesus Christ has triumphant through every plan, every plot, every scheme of the enemy. And he was now prepared and focused to offer himself as the ransom, the payment for our penalties, for our sins. Once and for all, he was about to to take the keys of uh, of death and hell, mm-hmm. and indeed we would, as uh, his children, be set free. The third thing that uh, his ride would indicate that we were um, that he was coming in as a king of peace, as Isaiah declared that he would be the prince of peace. He came in not for war, not to rescue um, uh, the uh, the people of that day from Roman oppression, but rather he came to give them the fourth thing, which was eternal life, life abundantly. Life, abundant life, uh, gives you the ability to live beyond the pain and frustration of life mm-hmm. and in- to enjoy the freedom of God from within and indeed to enjoy life beyond 
uh, this life. And so um, having said that, we we understand how important it, it this is for us. This is something that we can rejoice over for real. He allowed them to rejoice. Mm-hmm. He allowed them uh, to shout out, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And then, of course, you know, he would go, um, he would ride into Jerusalem, uh, look around. Of course, the scripture declares uh, that he wept because uh, they did not understand that it was their time and their season. They did not understand that their, 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 the true deliverance was here. He goes into the temple, looks around, turns over the money changers, and sets uh, the order of things back up when the Bible declares, uh, he says, you have made, uh, it is written, my house shall be called a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. <laughs> you know, so significant. Jesus was setting the order of the church in that time and in that day, and uh, uh, and and how significant is it for us again? We look at and we see something significant that I'm going to talk about today uh, um, as I preach this evening. Uh, he's he's hungry, goes out, sees the fig tree, and mm. there is no fruit on it. Um, uh, and he curses the fig tree. Mm-hmm. That says, may not, uh, no fruit ever grow on you again. Right. Reminding us as a people that that we're not to look the part. We are to be the part. The church ought not to be looking just looking the part, but we ought to be the part. In other words, if you can only be real when you enter into a four-wall building to gather and to assemble yourselves, then you're not really... You're not really the uh, um, who God wants us to be. We are who God wants us to be in the midst of our circumstances. That is when our light shines before men, that they may see our good works and glorify our Father who is in heaven. Right. And then, of course, you know, He would come into um, He would uh, He would come in that uh, Thursday and and sit with His disciples. Um, in the upper room, uh, he would sit with them for the Last Supper, um, in which he would break bread, uh, um, signifying the breaking of his body, as it was prophesied in Isaiah uh, chapter 53. For he was wounded for our transgression, he was bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. Peter says, by his stripes we were healed. Um, and then, of course, uh, he would um, uh, uh, offer the cup. This cup represents the new covenant in my blood, mm-hmm. the new covenant in my blood, uh, which is shed for you. In other words, um, my beloved, we would no longer have to go and uh, uh, um, and bow down before a priest, but we would be able uh, to come to our God for him for ourselves all of us confessing our sins before him. Um, He says, no longer uh, would it be written on stones, but it would be written on our hearts. On our hearts. This is a very significant week. A promise made, a promise kept. That promise is written in the book of Jeremiah, chapter 31. God would um, um, indeed cut covenant with us. and, and, And so here we are today. 
Yeah. Yeah, we are. And I want to go back to something you said uh, Mm -hmm. a few minutes ago when you talked about uh, the fruits, you know, just bearing fruit uh, in this time. And and Mm -hmm. certainly uh, persons would have, you know, came into the year and and maybe not really got that time to really refocus and and just kind of get their life kind of in alignment. Well, you kind of forced, (laughs) for for lack of a better term, to kind of, uh, you know, just look within yourself. You know, Mm -hmm. it should be a great time of retrospection. Uh, of looking within yourself and yes, really reflection, reflection, yes. right, and really mm-hmm. being able to get now a good, uh, a, a good handle on what's going on in your life now to move toward uh, the better that is ahead of us. Yes, yes, uh, indeed, uh, and that is yes. Uh, see, because Brother Castigan, you and I know that it, we're living in a world. We're living in a busy world. Mm-hmm. Very busy. Yeah. A world that is. Um, very complex and perplex, a world that is is full of trouble, mm-hmm. and and uh, sometimes um, um, in our quest, in our zeal for prosperity and success, sometimes we forget, um, to, uh, and God is moved out of perspective. Mm-hmm. He is not where he ought to be in our lives, right. and uh, and so. Even this time with COVID-19, COVID-19, um, uh, on one hand, uh, may be, um, well, let's say it has great disadvantages because it's offering us pain and sorrow mm-hmm. and sickness, and death. But on the other hand, it's giving us the opportunity to truly perhaps uh, I don't know, perhaps in a century, to really reflect on what this week means. Yes. Because we can pause and say, um, God, this is this is really why you came for yeah. us. Yeah. God had decided that uh, beforehand, before the foundation of the world, that he wanted a family for himself. And so his plans was that we would be reconciled back to him Um um, because he had already predestined us, and yet here we are now, as a church, we have not truly um, been living out the purpose and the plan of Jesus the Christ. So what a great opportunity to reflect on God's great love. You, you know, Brett Cassigan, when we fl- reflect on what Friday was, mm-hmm. we call it Good Friday, right. but the world, in its reflection, will will say what was so good about it. Right. Uh, because yeah, I mean, he is your savior, and he was he was terribly he was terribly murdered. Yes. And so for them, they would see it as something bad, but for us, we recognize that it was the, the shedding of blood for the remission of our sins. Yes. That we could have life and have it more abundantly. That we could be. Um, um, as the first John three says, we could be in a category of sons. What manner of love the Father had bestowed upon us that we should be called sons of God. This was a privilege, this was a blessing, this was God God's love for us that you know, that surpasses all understanding. And besides, I should say this, it was also God uh, um destroying the works of the devil mm. that we could truly be free and live a life that is pleasing in his sight. Mm. <laughs> it's really 
really a wonderful opportunity and i i'm just enjoying um because you know sometimes even in the preparation uh for holy week brother Kashigan, you you know all the things that takes place man yes, look, look, look look there would be so much hot cross bun right. <laughs> our children would look forward to the easter bunny yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> eggs come on you know and so and uh and the easter baskets would be out and prepared yes sir and so it you know the uh, the commercialism that is involved in these seasons sometimes mm. causes to miss the essence of what these seasons represent and this this holy week is the most important date on the christian calendar there is no other date i know we would celebrate christmas but the truth of the matter is jesus never tell us to celebrate his birth but he mm. told us to celebrate his death mm. mm-hmm. yeah Very he well. says this you are to do in remembrance of me and uh, and uh, and he says for as often as you do it you do show the lord's death or proclaim the lord's death until he comes <laughs> and so we have forgotten this is where our greatest emphasis is to be placed mm-hmm. yeah in and celebrating and remembering the death of our lord because it's a sober act when we remember the price that it was paid for us it should it should bring about a reflection of good sense how do i respond to god you know after all that he's done for me i should respond in love mm-hmm. yeah i ah. should respond in love loving god with all my heart, with all my mind, with all my soul, and then I should respond in what else he has asked me to do, to love my neighbor as myself. And speaking of emphasis, uh, there's one more event uh, that's tied in this week that kind of, I guess, you know, brings the whole week together. You know, it's Resurrection Sunday. And uh, what a joyous time it will be, even though we may not physically be in uh, the church hallowed halls, but uh, in our homes we will yes. still be able to celebrate uh, the resurrection and celebrate that the tomb is empty. What a yes. powerful thought. <laughs> Boy, you know, this is so awesome because, uh, man of God, if we do not celebrate a empty tomb, mm-hmm. our preaching is vain. Right. Our faith is vain. And so today um, we can have the greatest joy because Jesus Christ is risen. He is he is risen from the dead. <laughs> and so, um, you know, if I read, I can read something from First uh, Peter for you, chapter one, verse three, and I'm going to read just a couple of verses, not much. It says, "All praise to to God." I'm reading from the NLT version. All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is by His great mercy that we have been born again. Because God raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Now we live with great expectation. (laughs) And we have a priceless inheritance. An inheritance that is kept in heaven for you. Pure and undefiled. Beyond the reach of change and decay. And through faith God is protecting you by his power. Until you receive this salvation, which is ready to be revealed on the last day for all to see. 
All right? And and I can go on. It says, so be truly glad. There is a wonderful joy ahead, even though you must endure many trials. Listen to that. Many trials, which we are enduring right now for a little while. These trials should will show that you your faith is genuine. Right. It is being tested as fire. Fire tests and purifies gold, though your faith is far more precious than mere gold. So when your faith remains strong through many trials, it will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world. I am so glad that he lives. And as the songwriter says, because he lives, I can face tomorrow because he lives. Glory be to God. All fears are gone Mm -hmm. because I know who holds tomorrow and I know he holds my hand. Man, it doesn't get any better than that. Mm -hmm. He lives. He lives. Christ Jesus lives today. And somebody, the the folk would say, he walks with me mm-hmm. and talks with me. A long life's narrow way. Mm-hmm. He lives. He lives. Christ Jesus lives today. You ask me how. I know he lives. He lives within my heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he is a risen man. Yes. And he is a risen. And Brother Castigan, he has risen from the dead victoriously taking back the keys of death and hell and saying, and that is why, hallelujah, Hallelujah. I'm telling you, we no longer have to worry because he lives, we shall also live. And the scripture says if this, if the spirit of Christ uh, that raised Jesus from the dead dwell within us, it shall also quicken our mortal bodies. Mm-hmm. So I, ha- I have no more fear of dying because I shall live again. Mm-hmm. I shall, as a matter of fact, Jesus says, uh, um, those in Christ shall never die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we will never die. We will only go asleep. Mm-hmm. Those in Christ, you only fall asleep. You're not dead. We fall asleep. And so this is why we can celebrate Uh, On this coming Sunday, we can celebrate with a joy that is unspeakable and full of glory. (laughs) It's a wonderful, it's a wonderful opportunity, sir, to reflect on who Jesus is to us, Mm -hmm. who he is to us. And I'm so excited, man. I'm telling you, I'm going to take advantage of this opportunity Mm -hmm. uh, to, to proclaim his love, to proclaim the joy of a resurrected Savior, a Savior who is who sits at the right hand of the Father and who is making intercession for us even right now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> and telling me, mm-hmm. Brother Gassigan, that I, I... Watch this. I am not a survivor. Mm-hmm. So I'm not expecting to survive COVID-19. It's out of date. Mm-hmm. I have already conquered... He says, I am more than a conqueror yes, sir. through Jesus the Christ. Mm-hmm. And that is why um, we, we, we should celebrate this week with a greater understanding. And I'm saying to all under the sound of my voice, it is time to reflect on the power, hallelujah, and the love of Jesus the Christ. Our God has given us, my brothers and sisters, an inheritance 
We have an inheritance uh, um, in and through Jesus the Christ, and we have all things, all things uh, um, uh, that pertains uh, to, to godliness and to life. Mm-hmm. All things has been given to us. And so um, this is our hour to truly celebrate and victoriously praise our God who has dealt wondrously uh, uh, um, with us, you know, who has dealt wondrously. And, of course, has proven that he has, he is the God of the dead and the living, and all things are, is in his hand. What a wonderful like, uh, uh, opportunity, um, Brother Cashigan, to reflect that Jesus Christ is not only the King of kings, but he is the Lord of lords, and he is the great I am. And we are his children, whom the Lord predestined, those he called. Those he called, he also um, justified. And those he justified, he also glorified. And I'm saying, I, you can't touch this. <laughs> Come on here, man. Yeah. Yama didn't know what he was singing. No. Can't touch this. Uh-huh. I'm telling you, man. We are, and of course, let me say to those, you know, um, never mind. Uh, we're not to, even if we are afflicted, mm-hmm. many are the afflictions of the righteous. Right, right. But the promise is that the Lord delivers us out of them all. And so our hope is beyond this life. Our hope in, in life is, and those three things I, I said that we should reflect on, and I didn't mention it today, but I mentioned it in my sermon last night, is the, the resurrection places three things that we should reflect on, and that is our faith. Faith in, in our God, in who he is, and, and what he has done for us. The second thing is the hope of Christ. The hope, if uh, it gives us hope beyond this life, for the Bible says, if only in this life we have hope, we are of all men most miserable. And the third thing is the love of Christ, the love of Christ that is shed abroad in our hearts. Uh, you you can't get any better than this. God loves us, and and let me say to someone right now who's listening, Brother Kashigan, I want to say to someone. No matter how many mistakes you may have made, no matter how bad you think your sins may be, I need to tell you that God loves you beyond. He looks beyond your fault and he sees your need. He knew who you were before you came here. When he placed you in humanity, he had already uh, um, had already spent time with you in eternity. But it's up to you to say yes to his will and to his way. Uh, and it's up to you to be um, um, the beloved, you know. You know, um, and sometimes people hear you say things like this. That you know, and I thought I should read it, beloved. If you would give me that opportunity, sure. Ephesians chapter one. If you go to verse number four, and I can read it in the NLT ver- version. It says, "Even before He made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in His eyes." Can you see that? Mm-hmm. Without fault in his eyes, God decided in advance to adopt us into his family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure. Oh, my God. So verse 6 says, So we praise God for the glorious grace he has poured out on us, who 
belong to his dear son. He is so rich in kindness and grace that he purchased our freedom with the blood of his son and forgave our sins. Oh my God. He has showered us in he has showered us sorry, he has showered us his kindness on us, along with all wisdom and understanding. Oh God has now revealed to us his mystery his mysterious will regarding Christ, which is to fulfill his own good plan, as you know what Jeremiah 29 and 11 says. And this is the plan. At the right time, he will bring everything under the authority of Christ, everything in heaven and on earth. Furthermore, because we are united with Christ, we have received an inheritance from God, for he chose us in advance. And he makes everything work out according to his plan. I'm excited to to be that he is my father and I am his son because God has all of the plans for me. And somebody I'm telling you today, he has all of the plans for you. You no longer have to live a defeated life. You can come into Christ because my Bible tells me if any man be in Christ Jesus, he is a new creation. All things are passed away, and behold, all things are become new. You can be a child of God today and live victorious no matter what you may have done in this life. I say no matter what you may have done. As long as you have not blasphemed the Holy Ghost, your life, I want to tell you, you still have an opportunity to come into him right now before it's too late. Right. And uh, uh, Apostle, you know, and just wanted to make a, a slight tangent uh, right here. Um, mm-hmm. There's a quote that says, uh, where there is life, uh, there is indeed hope. Yes. Now, you know, persons are listening to us uh, all over the globe right now. And there yes. are some persons who have been negatively affected uh, yes. by COVID-19 financially, emotionally, uh, maybe in their marriage, uh, you mm-hmm. know, with their children. Uh, is there any encouragement that you could share with them before we get ready to uh, wrap up things? Uh, because they're listening now, and I know that they could use that extra nudge right now as we go into uh, this few days of lockdown. Yes, I want to say in Christ Jesus, there is hope. Remember, the psalmist David um, wrote ahead of time, he says, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. He says, I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge, my fortress, my God. In Him will I trust. Why? Because in another place, we all quoted in times of death and trouble. In the 23rd Psalm, he says, For the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Look at that. He makes me to lie down in green pastures, and he leads me besides the still waters. He restoreth my soul. Whatever you may be going through, whatever your circumstances may be, my brothers and sisters, remember, that was God's whole desire when the word of God says he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquity, the chastisement of our peace. Because in this world you will have tribulation, but the chastisement of our peace was upon him. God desires for us to look to him. If we look to him, as the word of God says in Proverbs, trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. 
in all of your ways. Acknowledge him. He shall direct your path. There is no other hope that you can have but in the in the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, who keeps covenant to a thousand generations. Here's what he would say to those who are in him. Mm-hmm. The young lions do lack and suffer hunger, but they that trust in the Lord shall not lack any good thing. David says, I was young, and now I am old. Never have I seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. Position yourself in God, and he is obligated. He is obligated to take care of you because he is. Jesus said these words, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. All these things shall be added unto you. So I say, may the peace of God that surpasses all understanding be your portion in this season. If you have experienced death, know that he is the God of all comfort and grace. If you are uh, in a time where you're worried about your job and all that other stuff, you know, somebody is preparing right now to bury their loved one Mm -hmm. because they are no longer here. Jesus says, why worry over things that you cannot fix? You, you worry over what you should eat, what you should wear, what you should drink, drink. He says, do you not know? Look at the lilies of the field. They don't work. Look at all these things that are taking place. Uh, he says, and your heavenly Father feeds the birds of the air that do not work. He says, are you not much more valuable than they? If he created us, He will provide for us, but our assignment is to look to him first. When we come to him, God will make ways out of no way. Mm -hmm. The whole world is now, in effect, suffering from what is taking place. But brothers and sisters, this is no need to panic, for a man's life does not consist in the abundance of things he possesses. I can't tell you anything other thing. You can choose to worry, Mm -hmm. or you can choose to come to God, bow down on your knees and say, Lord, here I am to worship. Take my life and let it be consecrated, Lord, to thee. Lord, if you are God, then come into my heart. Take my life, Lord, and let your glory be revealed in me. And I'm promising everyone under the sound of my voice, God is not, God is not a God who will not hear the cry of a people who bow to him, who call upon him. The psalmist says the Lord is nigh to those who call upon him in truth. He will hear their cry. He will save them. Hallelujah. I'm telling someone today that God is waiting with his arms outstretched. He knows that this day would come. He knew this before the foundation of the world, that this day would come. I'm just saying, um, and for those of us, I want to encourage those of us who have, and you know others who do not have, please let's remember to share. Mm-hmm. Share with our brothers and sisters. Um, you know, the 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 um, 24-hour curfew presents a challenge for UFMI. But I, you know, you know Brother Kashigan, I love to share what we have. You know, and to be able um, to feed some people in this trying time. So I'm just waiting for an opportunity, an op, an opt. Do 
well, I just let's use the word opportunity. Right. An opportune time in which to share and help some people to have a meal and to give them the hope that Jesus Christ is still on the throne. God is still on the throne and his arms is still outstretched. Yes. I'm just looking for an opportunity um, to not break the law, but that we could go out and share um, some bread and meat with those who are in need. But I want to say to you, wherever you are, know this, that no one can supply your need like Jesus can. For my God shall supply all of my need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. It is in him that our needs are supplied. It's in him that we find comfort in the time of uh, of sorrow. It's in him that we find healing in the time of sickness. It's in him that we find rest in the time of trouble. And that's 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 the word that I can share with someone today. His eyes is on the sparrow and he is watching over you. So just come to him. Just just cast your cares upon him, for he cares for you. All he right. certainly does. Indeed. Now, boss, before we let you go, as uh, we approach news time in about 15 minutes, yes. uh, is there any closing comments you want to leave with the listening audience before we wrap up? Well, I want to say um, do not waste this opportunity that we have. The Word of God says that we are to redeem the time. Uh, or... The, that word redeem time means to make full use of the time that we have. Mm. No one knows uh, the day or the time in which death will come or the day that the Lord will come. And, uh, and so God wants us to be ready. He wants us to, to surrender our, our lives to him. First Peter 4 and 7 says, uh, For the end of all things is at hand. Therefore be sober and watchful in your prayers. So I want to encourage the nation. Um, God is giving me this opportunity to say it's time to repent and to return back to God. Repentance is not a bad word. Repentance is a good word because repentance is um, really is pointing us to go back to our original. Take on your original state. We were sinless. We were, we were, we were out pain. Um, we were without death. And, and worries and all of the heartaches of life when God created us in the garden. We were without until the enemy uh, inflicted us with the sorrows of death and sickness and all of these other things. And so when we repent, we're actually being sorrowful for our sins, and we are turning from something to something. We're turning from our Adamic nature, and we are turning back to God. We're saying, God, I want to be what you really have created me to be, and that is to walk in the purposes that God has established for us. And every one of us has purpose on earth. So when I repent, I'm actually saying yes um, to, I'm saying um, um no to hopelessness and yes to hope. I'm saying no to fear and yes to faith. <laughs> I'm saying I'm saying no um, to unhappiness and yes to joy. Let this be your week that you would reflect on who God is and what He's done for you. If you're still alive, there is hope. Mm -hmm. There is hope. If you're still alive, there is hope. And I can say to someone, I I call myself the chiefest of sinners. And I can say one day I was sinking deep in sin. 
far from the peaceful shore, very deeply stained within, sinking to rise no more. But the master of the sea heard my despairing cry. From the waters he has lifted me. And now I can say, now safe am I. Love will lift you up in this season. Please bow on your knees. Please, I'm asking you to bow on your knees and to allow Jesus the Christ to come into your heart. Give him your heart. His spirit is playing with you. Allow him to come in and allow him to be the center of your heart today. I am telling you, he will not turn you away. That is 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 my final words to you today. Let God arise and let his enemies be scattered. Hallelujah. God bless you, Brother Cashigan. Thank you so much, Apostle Falmon Ferguson, joining us this morning, all the way from United Faith Ministries International. Always a pleasure to have you on the line, sir. And uh, thank you so much for sharing with the nation. And thank you so much for the great work that you are doing. Um, you are doing an awesome uh, work in the nation. May God continue to bless you and your family. May he continue to make his face to shine upon you, to be gracious unto you, to lift up his countenance upon you and grant you peace. May you never lack. May you never want. May God continue to cover you in health and in strength. That's my prayer, sir. May he continue to prosper you and may you succeed in all of your ways. Choice blessings be upon you. Choice blessings as well, sir. God bless. God bless as well. Yeah. Keep it exactly the way you've got it. Much more is on the way for.